This is episode three of the Greater Details. You didn't think I'd make it episode three, did you? Yeah, neither did I, but I did. And I got Andy Franchier on this episode. Andy, he's like the Johnny Appleseed of Tatchby Hardcore. He plant that seed and just always trying to make it grow. He's got a new band out there that he's trying to re revive the scene with, and we're here to help him. We're here to help him bring it back to life, get some heart pumping, get some circle pits, some windmills, maybe some robotic windmills. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But on this episode, we got Andy talking about diehard youth, with or without you, ill communication, heart riot, bands that he's all been in, that he's been in, some good stuff. Talk about some skateboarding from Tatchby, some kissing girls. You'll see. Dressing up as girls. Other things. We actually had some technical difficulty when we first started the episode. And Andy sat down for like 40 minutes with us. Helping us trying to figure it out. Andy's a cool guy. And he knows how to play soccer. He knows how to start fires. He knows how to put fires out. He knows how to get the fire going in the bed. He knows how to make babies. He's a cool guy. Probably knows how to do a kickflip. Maybe. All right, let's see what's up. Also, thanks to everyone that listens to all the other other two episodes. I know they're kind of long, but thanks. This is the first episode of the... No, sorry. Rewind. This is the second episode of The Greater Details. 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 (laughs) Not just a Yeah, I like it. Episode 3 of The Greater Details. Details. And on episode 3, I was planning on having Joe Morgan on here, but he'll probably be episode 4 or 5. Is he still alive? Joe, yeah, he's still alive. Glad to hear. I was just hanging out with him last night. Yeah. Does he still play guitar? Oh, he still plays guitar, yeah. Yeah, he rips, dude. No, Joe's still really guitar. We're going to hopefully start a band called Bad Water. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, so on this episode, I got uh, Andy Franchier, also known as Andy Diehard. Also known as With or Without Andy. Also known as Ill Andy. (laughs) Or or Andy Communications. (laughs) Hey, you're the one, the communicator. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we got Andy Andy Franchier on here. Andy, you want to say what's up? What's up? Thanks for having me, Bernie. Yeah, thanks for coming. Love the uh, podcast so far. Got a lot of laughs out of it. Yeah, thanks. I I heard uh, you and Tyler were checking it out at the same time. 
Yeah, randomly, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what he told me. I heard his ad. Yeah, his ad, his ad on it. I, well, I got all my cars washed because of your ad. <laughs> because of the ad? Yeah, he's able to feed his children this week. <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> Thanks to your, your RV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had his kids out there on ladders, cleaning it. Like It was awesome. Yeah, all at once? Yeah, they were crazy. Whipping them away? They like fought each other. In the street. <laughs> just fight awesome. each other, yeah. Just to clean a window. And Tyler just threw water on them and they like scattered. It's <laughs> all awesome. fight. <laughs> hey, are you one of those first world country people that own cars but still cleaning it yourself like a third world country kind of person? Then you should call Tatchby Auto Detailing. They'll clean the car for you. They'll be that third world country kind of person for you. They'll do it any way you want it. Probably in a costume too. Maybe in a bathing suit. That'd be pretty cool. But call Tashby Auto Detailing at 661-972-5858. Tashby Auto Detailing. 661-972-5858. Not as good as Biff's, but still pretty good, right? So Andy was, to me, the person that brought hardcore into Tashby. But um, we were just talking, actually, and there might be someone else that might have brought, Tash- brought punk and hardcore to Tashby. Well, mainly punk, right? Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about that, taking it way back. But uh, for me, the the dudes that brought got me into the punk and hardcore were the Kingsburys and Tatchby. Yeah, the Kingsburys. So people from Tatchby will know who they are. I'm sure most people that listen to this are from Tatchby for now. But uh, hopefully, it gets out to the world, the universe. Yeah, the Kingsburys had some. Uh, I've told us before they had some buddies from Ohio, friends of ours, and uh, they were into skate punk. We we're all into like punk rock from skating you know with the older kids and stuff this kid zarian moved to ojai and he's from boston and he's the one that really was like we never heard of straight edge or any of that stuff before any of these bands and he came and like was like yo let's check it out so we start they they, they started actually going to shows when i was in boot camp for the oh, military really? so i came up from boot camp for a couple weeks and they're like yo we're gonna go to the show and i'm like yeah cool so we went to the show and it was awesome and that's kind of by the time i came back from boot camp and and uh the fire academy for the air force that was like an eight or nine month period that um, those dudes had really dived in to hardcore through those guys in Ohio. So the Kingsburys, the Kingsburys, like Larry Telviti, Chris Herrera, uh, Big Dan Griffin. Like uh, there's a whole crew of dudes that they were all buddies in Tashby. Like my friends, that we all skated. Yeah, yeah. So we already were listening to like you know Rage Against the Machine, some Fat Records stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I was gonna ask you whatever, dude. Like you know Operation Ivy, Rancid, like other stuff like that. We were already listening to through skate videos and stuff. Yeah. But those kids from Ohio were the ones that were like, oh, yo, like, this is like tenured fight. This is like... That's what I was going to ask, because he's from Boston, today. so did he... Yeah, so when he came out, this guy's Zarian, he plays into Van Charman now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which they rule, dude, so uh, check them out. He knew all these dudes, and I want to say one of the first trips that we went on, like, we went and saw, like, I think it was, maybe it was tenured fight. Played a bunch of shows, and we went and saw every single one, you know, like, went to Santa Barbara... When they came to the West Coast and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We'd go out and, like, see these dudes because Zari knew them. And it was like, oh, cool. Like, Oh, he knew them from, from being Yeah, he was friends with a bunch of those dudes. So, like, when they came out, I thought they were friends. I, I don't know. My memory, they are friends. And so we'd, we'd yeah, go to these shows, you know. Them, yeah. But anytime something like a Boston band came out, In My Eyes, Fast Break, like, Bane, we'd go see him because it was kind of like there was a connection, you know. And then, obviously, we're meeting other bands. It's like meet the dudes from Carry On when they were Team Carry On and collision and some other bands that were just playing then that were that that like youth crew kind of style yeah yeah and then uh, i would go back up because i lived in sacramento at, at beale air force base which is like between sacramento and and chico and then it's like an hour and a half from uh berkeley and san francisco too so i just kind of started going to shows by myself up there like so gilman and stuff yeah i'd go to shows up there by myself all the time 
because I didn't have any friends because I was yeah. in the military. And I, really, <laughs> I really didn't drink or party back then or anything like that. So like, and that's all I wanted does in the military. So I would just go to these shows and end up meeting a couple of people there that like I had to look forward to meeting, you know, like hooked up, got their phone numbers and stuff and we'd go to shows. But, uh, but the first dudes that brought, I would say that brought punk and hardcore detached people were definitely like the Kingsbury dudes through the Ohio guys. When you would meet those people, you, you could, you wouldn't text them or anything, huh? No, that's way before texting. Unless they call, I'm like, I don't, think, I don't think email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> send, yeah. The, the guy in the horse bring Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the, the Pony Express would come, pick up our letters, <laughs> drop them off. <laughs> yeah, we have to plan way in advance, you know, to be there. But we we had known the kids from Ohio forever. Uh, Matt Stallings and, and, and Amun and Zarian, and those, or not Zarian, but uh, some of those other kids we had met before. Yeah. Because the Kingsburys grew up, their parents grew up in Ohio. So there's a connection with those kids' parents. So oh, the like, Kingsbury's parents lived in Ohio? Yeah, so their parents grew up in Ohio, and then they moved out here. But So they had friends there. So we had kids that we'd go skate with. They were big into skating and snowboarding and stuff. So we'd, we'd go and skate and snowboard in Ventura and, and surf even. Um, not that I surfed, I suck. But um, we'd go. We'd hang out with these kids from Ohio before we even knew what hardcore was. This was way, way back. Oh, yeah. So going going way back, hardcore? yeah. Because of skateboarding? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, and they're 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 family friends, and then like everyone kind of got into skateboarding, and yeah, the kid Matt Stallings was a super good skater, and uh, Ryan, those were the two. Yeah, like, the Kingsbury, they were yeah. freaking. Ryan ripper. was better. Uh, Matt and Ryan were like the rippers. They were like, and then BJ got really good too as he grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna ask you, did you ever see them um, do any of the big gaps at the high school? Oh yeah, the nine stair gap. Oh yeah, and, like, over the all eight, those. Yeah, the eight stair wall. Yep, oh, many times, dude. Uh, Grant was, we were all talking about that, but I had to take that out on the last one because it was too low of a conversation, like the sound. Oh, but, yeah, no, yeah. those kids ripped it. I mean, they, they're they still good, dude. We'll go somewhere and they're like, all right, they'll do 360 flips and their flip flops, dude. And I'm like, oh, they can still like knock it out? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. They're still genius. That's so man. cool. Yeah. I was going to rewind though and uh, start from your beginning. So, how old were you when you first made out with a girl? Mm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Probably like eighth grade, I think. Eighth grade? Yeah. <laughs> Marie's mom's like, well, it has to be Natalie, right? <laughs> no. Like, no. No. <laughs> no. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> Natalie would have been in like third grade. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't her. It wasn't her. It was someone closer to my age. Yeah. I mean, I saw Natalie and I'm like, it was her mom. Maybe someday, 15 <laughs> years from now, we'll hang out. But <laughs> yeah. no, no, it wasn't it was like her mom. a Twilight. You caught her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imprinted on yeah, her. Dude. Imprinted. <laughs> <laughs> no, she lived in some other town. She lived in like Michigan back then. So yeah. No, but I want to start with the your parents. Uh, they're like the ones that kind of motivated you to just do like positive things. Yeah, I mean, not never like in a in a like. Hey, you were positive because I'm sure I was a grouchy teenager kid. I've got a t- grouchy teenager now, and yeah, but yeah, I, I, when I mean positive, I mean like you like pile us all in your van and take us. to Oh yeah, so my back. parents were always my my dad especially. I mean nothing against my mom. My mom's awesome, but like my dad's always been the dude. Actually, both my parents. So my, but like my dad's a dude that's just like, yo, we're going water skiing. Uh, we used to do that growing up, and he grew up doing that. So it'd be like. All right, he's like, just bring as many friends as you want. We used to—that was when you could ride in the back of the truck, you know. So yeah, like, yeah, you could just with a camper on. shell. So we'd have twelve people in the back of this camper shell going water skiing. All my friends do, like people I hardly knew, you know. So they've always like kind of instilled that, like, let's just go have fun. And they would do like camping trips. That they had a uh, Buena Vista in Bakersfield, you know, like, hey, we're gonna be here. We got these couple campsites. Whoever wants to come. So like, my sister would have a bunch of friends. I'd have a bunch of friends. Like, oh, you, Bernie wants to come, and Bernie's gonna bring. 
you know, his buddy that I don't even know. That's cool. We're all going to, yeah, as long yeah. as you weren't like a dick, you know, like it was cool. So my parents always instilled that, like, like, let's just try to get as many kids as possible to do like something fun, you know, like, cause there's not like there's in Tashby, everyone was doing bad stuff, but like I could see like in another town where you might be like, yo, we got to have an outlet for these kids. So my parents were always like that, like, oh, hey, we're going to like, I remember like going to, we're going to go to a, a Clippers basketball game. Like anyone wants to go, let me know and I'll buy all front the tickets and then they always they got to pay me back you know like it always were like very inclusive of like everyone yeah. didn't matter if they knew the kid or whatever like oh he was this kid and oh this is my buddy john or whatever like okay cool like so there yeah that probably i never really thought about it until you said it but like that's probably where i got that when i started going to shows and just being like yo i got a van whoever wants to roll Bernie wants to come with his three foot long pepperoni stick that smells up the whole van all the way to San Diego. It's all good, dude. Because <laughs> we'd, we'd always uh, get to go with you to shows, and then later on when I, I started a band, or even before that, when we would go to shows, just like bring everyone, like pile everyone in, yeah. like as much people as you could fit. Yeah. And if not, find other ways to fit other people. Oh, yeah. Which we learned that from you, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely the attached people way, dude. We always brought a crowd of kids yeah, came with the crew like if there wasn't going to be like three people at the show we already showed up with like 10 people or yeah. something like at that's, the least that's the only reason diehard youth even got shows dude it's because all you kids would come out dude and it'd be like that dude nate would be like i need to make some money and we knew we weren't going to get paid so we bring 20 30 kids out and he kept all that money but and it made the show fun for every band that was there yeah because they're all those catch kids just wanted music so they just went off and had a good time so yeah, speaking of Nate and Jerry's Pizza, what was your uh, favorite Jerry's Pizza show that you guys played, you think? Oh, favorite? Because, I mean, my favorite that you guys played, I think was, I think you guys played with uh, Count Me Out and Times Flies, Time Flies. Yeah, and maybe maybe uh, Faded Gray was on that one. Yeah. I think those I think three bands toured a lot. Yeah. They toured a lot. Dude, honestly, like, man, I mean, like, I know it's cheesy, but, like, we were blessed to play a bunch of those shows. And a lot of that was, like, I mean, whatever, I ain't gonna lie, like, a lot of that was my hard work, dude, of like, of getting shows in Tashby. Um, you know, I, I ended up kind of befriending this dude, Matt Pike, who booked a lot of bands and a couple other dudes that like, and I just would, I mean, I think their bands would play there and be like, yo, man, we played Bakersfield on a Wednesday night and it popped off. And like, that's not because of me, that's because the kids came out, but like, I was able to help get that show going. So like, we played, I mean, a ton of shows, you know, we played with H2O there that one time and like. I mean, that was a great show for us because it was packed. Like the H2O saves, no, it was H2O saves the day and anti-flag, but like, I mean, the show was packed, dude. Like, if we ever played a sold-out show at Jerry's Pizza where like, they weren't letting more people in, that was it. And like, it was good for us. Like, but it was because all our friends came from LA, Oxnard, Tehachapi, like, uh, Fresno. There was a bunch of people from Fresno back then. Exeter, like, all these random people, not random, but like, people that are our friends came to the show, you yeah. know. Uh, one of my favorite shows was when No Justice played there with, uh, I think, Life's Halt. And, like, I don't know if you were at that one or not, but oh. No Justice was, like, the craziest live band I've ever seen. Really? Life's Halt was up there, too. They were awesome. But No Justice, that dude, singer, was, like, a maniac, bro. Like, just flying through the air, landing on his back. Like, is that guy going to die? Like, you know, like, he was awesome, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, there's always other shows, dude. We played there with the Warriors a lot, which is always fun, dude, because they're the homies, you know? Like, yeah, the Warriors. Always fun to play with the Warriors. Um, let me think, dude. Like, I know a really fun show that I went to was uh, Bane, Striking Distance, and Breathing yep. In. Did you oh, guys yeah. play that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys were there, too? Yeah. That show was sweet. That was my first time seeing Breathe In and Striking Distance. Yeah. Okay. And I think I 
booked the one of the uh, might American Nightmare's first West yeah, Coast show when they played with Breaker Breaker. Yeah, at Jerry's. At yeah. Jerry's Pizza. Yeah, and that show was awesome just because, man, I was really psyched to see uh, American Nightmare, and then it was like they did not disappoint. That oh, was definitely. good. Um, but like, dude, we played so many good shows there with like In Control or even like Whatever It Takes, yeah, like the Oxnard like... bands that were just like it would be. I don't know if there was 100 people there or 20 people there, but, like, it was the funnest show because every single person there was, like, so fired up, dude. Just, so like, pumped, yeah. pumped on what was being there. Which is, like, another thing to thank you, too, that we got to experience In Control and Retaliate oh. and... Yeah, I mean... Javi's band, what is it called? What? Whatever It Takes. Whatever It yeah. Takes, yeah. All those bands. And what was it, Albert's band? Uh, Cutthroat? That band? Was it Cutthroat? <laughs> Albert's band? No, it was, like, Within a Dream. I mean, Did Mosh Hard? Didn't you have a different, someone at, what was the band Cutthroat? There was a band Cutthroat from Oxnard, I think. But I, I think they played it now. I think there was a different dude, Anthony, uh, maybe. That was cool, though. No, nah, there's a ton of good shows there, man. And, yeah, I mean, like, definitely, I was part of that, but, like, definitely the, if the kids, if you guys wouldn't have backed what was going on, it would never happen, you know? Yeah, definitely, but, like. I'm like, hey, I'm going to book these shows, and Nate was losing money. He didn't lose money, though, because kids from Tatchby, instead of in Oxnard, and probably L.A. were coming out. But that was a good spot, though, dude. That was definitely a good spot. But yeah, that's a, I was telling him, like, like nowadays if you go to some shows, like, kids right now, like, they probably wouldn't, like, know who Andy, diehard Andy Franchier is. But, like, if you go to shows and there's, like, the older guys, like, everyone oh, that's, yeah. like, from definitely. L.A., even people from East Coast, people from Fresno, Sacramento, like, Mike Hoods. Like, when you used, we used to go to shows to see Papa Roach with, Papa Roach with the Hoods, yeah, right? Yeah, Mikey Hood. Mikey Hood moshing Papa Roach. No, he didn't. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up. He didn't. <laughs> I would have circle fit to Papa Roach. <laughs> I would have cut my life into pieces. I definitely saw a bunch of those bands. Deftones used to play up there at like smaller clubs. I mean, this was in... In Sacramento area? Yeah, like in 98 maybe? Playing with no, like this a was punk in, band? Actually, this is in like 96. Yeah. Yeah, they just play shows at this place called the... Uh, I want to say it was El Dorado, but I could be wrong. It could be a different place, but... uh. Yeah, there's a place in Sacramento, like kind of the bigger club, like saw a separate tour there, and like oh, really? all those bands played there. Yeah, Papa Roach, and they're all Deftones. growing. And they play yeah, with they're... like hardcore bands. Uh, sometimes they would, so. yeah. Or they played Hoods or like Pressure Point. Like there's a bunch of like bands back then. Powerhouse, uh, oh, Powerhouse, Second Coming, like all these bands from the Bay and stuff that would come out and play there. It was cool, man. That was a good spot. I think I might have seen Powerhouse at Jerry's Pizza with uh, Twenty Five to Life. Yeah, I think they played there. Yeah. Powerhouse ruled, dude. I saw them all the time back then. They were cool. Uh, they played like Scarhead and stuff when Scarhead would come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were definitely like, they were kind of scary dudes back then because I didn't know any better. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, they definitely, like, they were older dudes. when I saw them, but they did look like they'd be scary. Yeah, dudes. and like, you know, I've, I've, whatever. Like, one time I went to the beach, uh, one of the dudes from, from, from Ojai had Powerhouse play his, uh, his barn, he had this big barn. And uh, I wasn't at the show because I was at work, and I came the next day and met everyone at the beach, and, like, those dudes were all there, and it was like, oh, I know who you guys are, like, your powerhouse, and, like, they're rad, dude, like, swimming in the beach, having fun like kids, you know, and I was like, oh, but when you, when you first get involved in this, and you see dudes that are, like, they have OBHC, or whatever, whatever kind of thing going on, dude, it's like, I, I didn't really know, you know, I didn't know, because I was going to shows by myself, so yeah, I, yeah. I, it wasn't like I was hip to whatever, they're like, oh, no, they're cool dudes, and, like, yeah, we hung out that day, and they were cool, and, like, all those, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, Anyone in hardcore has probably got a, good, a soft spot or a, a good spot, you know? That thing, like, punk and hardcore is like skateboarding, like, you'll see a lot of different, diverse people. Yeah. But you still get along because you have that connection right there. 
like skateboarding. Yeah, and even like if they seem like a, a gruff dude or whatever or a person, like they're gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't know that. Just, just as long as you're cool too. Yeah, yeah you like it. They don't like punch in the neck. Yeah, or spin kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Going back again. Your dad grew up in Whittier. You were saying? Yep. Yeah, Whittier. Yeah, like a, a tough upbringing. You were saying, or just uh, like a little harder than no. Tatsby? No, oh, probably than Tatch, but yeah, I mean, like, I think he, like, would have to run from kids. I'm trying to, I wish I could remember the school. His his house, his, uh, his mom's house was right near elementary school, and then, like, there's a park down the street. We used to hang out there a bunch of me and my cousins and run around and stuff, but, like, definitely, like, yeah, there's definitely, um, I, mean, well, I won't say it was a gang. I don't remember there being, like, a gang type of thing, but definitely, like, oh, if you go here, like, me and my cousins would, like, go skating or do whatever, you know, and it was, like, oh, let's not, like, mess with those people, you know, like, some scary people, you know, like, yeah, yeah. no one ever, like, chased us down or anything, but my dad has some stories of, like, yeah, like, running for people and hiding under cars and stuff, because yeah, yeah. he's afraid to get beat up or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but he didn't have, like, he, it wasn't, like, crazy. Oh, okay. Was it Whittier? I think I have some family that live in Whittier. Yeah, it's a cool town. I think it's, it's pretty old now, it's like, so I don't think a lot, I think a lot of people are there, like, established and, like, so it's not as, like, shoot them up, you know. Yeah, yeah. As some neighborhoods are. Or my family is more of East LA. Yeah. Definitely not the same story. <laughs> <laughs> they did run run from people and stuff like that. We used to throw water balloons at cars when I go visit my grandma in East LA. And every car had a car alarm. Yeah. So he's like, throw a, throw a water balloon at nighttime. He's just, we just sit and watch the people come outside all scared, thinking someone's still in their car. And get shot. <laughs> we were throwing the water balloons at the buses too when they would go by. No, like, we, like, transits. made this, we, like, wrote down the schedule of the buses, and we just throw them <laughs> at the buses, and turns out my grandma was friends with one of the bus drivers, and she came and told on us. Oh, dang. <laughs> she saw you guys. She knew it. Snitch. <laughs> Timed you out, yeah. Where did your mom grow up? Uh, Bell Gardens, I think. How'd they end up in Tatsby? So, my dad, uh, when he, they, whatever, when they met, and they kind of, I don't know how they met, honestly, like, uh, they met, and then, um... They got married, and um, he, my dad was on a L.A. County fire crew, the hand crew that goes up to wild grass fires, wildfires. Oh, and before um, Tatsby? Yeah, so him, him and my uncle did that, and then they were for L.A. County, which is like on off San, San Francisco Canyon. Oh, yeah. So they did that, and then they um, they both ended up getting hired kind of at the same time. My uncle worked went and worked in uh, Cal City, and my dad got hired by Kern County Fire Department. And so I think they like lived in a hotel off of like... Gosh dang it, what's the name of that street, dude? Where all the prostitutes are. And oh, stuff. Union. Union, dude, yeah. Like, they were down there. So it's like hotel. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were down there, and uh, and they're like, okay, well, then, where are we going to live? And they just picked Tatchby, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, so that's how they got here. Just ran randomly, like, through getting hired by the fire department and just trying to, like, where are we going to live? And, I mean, like... I think their first house here was like eight thousand bucks, you know, and they're like, yeah. "Was it that house on how the side?" Live? No, house? their house, their house actually was like, not too far from here. Oh, really? a couple of streets down, yeah. Yeah, because like whenever I go on Cypress, I'm like, "That's where we go to shows." Yeah, that's no, where we no. sold Champion and Stay Gold. That's their second house. Yeah, <laughs> that house was like thirty thousand, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah, so, less so than much. your car. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a car. <laughs> If you had one, it would cost more than that house. Yeah. What what got them to like let you put shows on in the garage? Uh just I mean, well, this so like the one I think the 
the first show we ever played when we were new thugs on the block was in my backyard. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was like me and Chad, Terrence, and Eric. And we like wrote Hanging Tough. And we... Sean's funeral song. Is that what it is? That's what Sean said, one of his funeral songs. All right, I like it. All right, I'll sing it. I'll do it. (laughs) Just me and the boombox. Rick to Lifestyle. Yeah, hopefully he dies soon so you can do it. Yeah, he's because I'll br- I'm gonna die soon, so I'm over <laughs> him. Um, yeah, so like that first like, well, we just wanted to play a show, and it was like we didn't know what to do. You know, I I had been to shows, and I think Chad and them had been like whatever to see some lame pop punk bands. I don't even remember what they were, but whatever. So they've been to a couple of shows before, like Slick Shoes or something stupid like. Yeah, Slick Shoes. Whatever. If they're listening, sorry. Some um, empty-handed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, it was probably four empty endings. You no, know? it wasn't. But uh, we just wanted to do a show. We didn't know where, I didn't know how to do it or where to do it, you know. It was just like, asked my parents, hey, we do this, like, backyard show. And they're like, all right. So, like, me and Terrence then, like, got all these, like, pallets and, like, made a little stage, dude. And, like, did a show. Um, this band close to home with Danny Sturk and some other homies played. And I think they did, did like, Adam a trade him playing in that band. Yeah, I want to think so. Yeah, and they yeah, did like my a corn friend. cover, and it was like cool. And then we played, and like, yeah. So we did that one, and then, uh, then I think I don't know if we played or not. I think we like we played this other show at, at the Stallion Springs, the uh, the, the skate park. Center? No, oh, the, the skate park. The skate park before it turned into to Woodward. They had oh, a movie yeah. theater there, and this, and this band played. I think it was close to home, whatever. And they, yeah, they did like we jumped up there and like did a song or something, and then they covered like Rage Against the Machine. And, like, we all got kicked out because, like, we moshed. And, like, it was super weird. But, like, whatever. Cool. It was, like, we kind of made, like, this kinship with them. Which Danny Stirk was my homie from back in the day. Like, super good drummer, dude. But, um, yeah, so that's why we did that first show in our backyard. And then um, right before I went to, I got sent to Kuwait when I was in the military. Yeah. They were doing, like, a battle of the bands at the high school. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. That was the, our first show. Yeah, and it's, like, the one that we played? The, yeah, the battle of the bands. With the Close to Home, Vitamin X. I don't know if you were Die Hard Youth or New Thugs on the Block at the you time. You guys played that show? No, no, we were. That was our first show we went to. Oh, oh I was like, no way, dude. Yeah, no, I was yeah, like, hey, dude, I'm definitely yeah. don't. I'm super old. No. Uh, yeah, so that was like right before. And so basically, the whole Die Hard Youth thing was me and Ryan Kingsbury were like, yo, let's do a band. And we're like, all right, let's do it, dude. And Ryan's like, I'm going to sing. I was like, all right, I'll play bass because I don't know how to play any instruments. And we're like, let's just make some shirts, dude take some pictures whatever and like fake it for a little bit you know until he like and it was like literally it's like okay so the name Die Hard Youth was like from that like I think Ryan Kingsbury came with the name and it was like yeah dude we'll be like the Die Hard Youth crew and that'll be our band from the 7 Second Song we're like yeah sweet yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. so we made these shirts dude and like and that's how the whole name came about but that's why when we, the first show that played when I sang whatever was New Thugs on the Block because who, who thought of that name me. You did yeah. it. <laughs> we're, we're, me and Ryan were still planning on doing this band. Like, we just had to find some fools like that would play with us. So, uh, when I went to Kuwait, and then by the time I came back, like, Ryan was about to get married, and I'm like, dude, I st- I'm going to do this band. And he's like, I was like, New Thugs, Blocks, New Thugs on the Block's kind of a silly name. And he's like, yeah. I was like, dude, just take Die Hard Youth. I'm like, all right, cool. Because he was going to get married, and he's like, working in, like, you know, whatever. He's being an adult. Firefighting, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, and uh, and I was still in the Air Force, so I was like, all right, cool. So like we, me and Chad and Eric and Terrence took that name, and that's how we became Die Hard Youth. But for like that dude, dude, me and Ryan had that name for, I think I lived in Sacramento for like a year or two because I would wear a Die Hard Youth like Youth Crew shirt and like gave you know like I gave a shirt to Davey Havoc from AFI. Like I'd wear it, I'd be at shows, and he was like, dude, that shirt's cool. 
I was like, oh yeah, cool. And like, I gave him one, you know. So he probably yeah, yeah. he probably wears it all the time, dude. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, he probably wears it to bed. Yeah, he's probably like, dude. He I watches met, it inside out. I met this does. kid one time. I never heard his band. If he heard the band, he would know that we sucked. But if he just like looked at the shirt, it's the shirt's tight, you know. It's dope. Yeah. But yeah, Mikey Hood had one. A bunch of dudes had them, you know. Like I just, all right, dude, we made a bunch of shirts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give them to people. So, like, that's what I would do too. So, when our, band, so when our band pops off, it's going to be famous, you know, because everyone's already going to know it, you know? Mm-hmm. If only we've been good. <laughs> I think you guys are good. <laughs> You're wrong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. I wanted to thank you, like, for bringing Hardcore to Tatchby, like, for us at the orphanage, you know, like, it helped yeah. us, even though we were, like, really bad kids, like, in a sense, you know, like, we were like, you were wild, fire, dude. And, yeah, we were wild. You weren't bad, like, you weren't, like, hurting people. But we were, like, straight edge things, so, like, hardcore, like, yeah. I probably wouldn't would have be dead if you didn't, weren't straight yeah. edge back then. I'd probably have a kid right now that's probably, like, 20 years old or something. Yeah, yeah. no kidding, dude. No, but yeah, it was cool that we were able to have a title for. Not doing drugs, you know, and like yeah, dude, and like letting our feelings out. I think all kids, all kids under twenty one should be straight edge, or I mean, like longer if they want. But like, I mean, I hope both of my kids don't do dumb stuff like I did. No, same thing. Like, yeah. Oh, my daughter's dumb because of so. When my little sister was being dumb, I shaved her head while she was asleep, and she has like long, pretty curly <laughs> hair like my daughter. Hey. Hey, kid, what are you doing on the lower north side of town for? You know what? Just forget about it. Are you my dad? Well, it depends. You like bands such as Slipknot, State of Insomnia, Counting Crows, or Cheryl Crow? I love those bands. Maybe because you're my... I love those bands too, kiddo. Maybe because you You know what? Just forget about it. You know, you'll love these... You'll love the new Ill Communication album if you do like those bands. It's on sale right now. Um, safe... <laughs> on Safe Inside Records. Heck... While you're at it, check out all their other albums, too. You can get any of their shit on there. They sell pins, CDs, pants, cassette tapes, hat, jackets, and other things. Okay, but... Sweet. Check it out at lcommunications.bandcamp.com and listen to them on Spotify. I would, but our house is being taken from... Well, that's fine. I don't really give a shit what you do, kiddo. Have fun. I gotta get going for the night is dark and full of terrors. Peace out. First you got into skateboarding before you got into hardcore and punk oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So like when you guys were skateboarding, like what was your setup? Like what do you remember like what kind of board you had? Like what kind of shoes you skated? Uh I mean like so we were little dude, we skated like all the old like PAL boards, you know, like I mean like we were like the shapes of the board at the time? What were the shapes? Of the yeah, board? I mean, like the first boards we had, had probably didn't have a, a, a kicked a up nose. Yeah, like yeah. the nose was flat. Um, I remember I had like the last board I had like that. Like, So we probably skated until we were like 10 or 11. And I had like a GMS, uh, or GNS, I'm sorry, Chris Miller board. And uh, I remember like I had like crazy grip tape, dude. Like would cut this like pink grip tape and black. Oh, you, you know, like, like make it all cooler? Yeah, dude. And then... uh. I remember Ryan or BJ or Tyson had like the Tony Hawk, the OG Tony Hawk, with like green? with that weird like the nose that kind of did yeah. And so like yeah, I was looking at pictures of all the old boards at that time. Yeah, so that's what we were skating back then, and that's when we kind of that's when I I remember getting introduced to punk rock then because we'd go to the park, the West Park over here to that basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like kids would have a ramp out there, and all the older dudes like Jimmy Bertram, 
and and a couple of his buddies, Tommy Vaychek, these dudes that were like older than us. But Jimmy Bertram, the tattoo artist. Yeah, okay. he was a ripping skater back oh, then. Oh really? And like yeah, him and he had a buddy named Jimmy Jones, who like passed away, and like some other like I said, Tommy Vaychek had like a this dude had like a freestyle board. He's a super rad artist. They they were all skating and stuff, and we're like being the boomboxes, dude, and like. I remember the boombox having a misfit skull sticker on it. Really? And like being like, dude, that's sick, dude. Like, I don't know where they got that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe it was painted on there. I don't even know, dude. Like, looking back, I remember seeing the suicidal tendencies tape with the the the, the, like the, where the tape? yeah, where they're hanging upside down. And the, oh you yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like, and I remember just looking at it, and being like, dude, there's no way my parents will let me have this tape. <laughs> there's no way, dude. They would be like, if they found this, they'd throw it away. You know, but yeah. like hearing some of that music, you know, and like hearing the Beastie Boys, like. I was going to talk about the Beast Boys. Yeah, like hearing that. Um, I'm trying to think, like Violent Femmes. And the Violent Femmes wanted to be a little bit later when I heard it. But like, it was all from the older kids that we hung out with. Like, because Tyson, Ryan, and BJ had older, have older sisters. Okay. So like, their friends would come around and like, like one of his sisters was super into Wham, you know? Like, but we were like, that's lame, you know? Ooh, boo, you know? But like, <laughs> but like, I want to say like Ryan's mom had like Twisted Sister records, dude. Like, oh, really? You know, like, so it was like, there's a, there's just a cool mix of music going on. And, yeah. and uh, the dudes that like they were they were cute girls so like the dudes that came over to hang out with them and we all would hang out at their house a lot too they lived right across the street from us growing up from me growing up and like their parents were cool too like anyone else to come over can hang out you know it's so, like on cypress yeah That's so the house like literally across the street from yeah my parents house was their house okay. and uh they would always have a gang of people over there and like there'd just be a boombox playing music you know so you heard all kinds of you know run dmc all, all this stuff that like oh that's cool like and like we, I just remember being a kid, like creeping up to try to look, but like I didn't want anyone to see me because I heard they they throw a football at me, yeah. <laughs> and I'd cry in front of them or whatever, you know. How old were you right there? Uh, probably 10, 11, you okay. know, like, yeah. and uh, that's when we first were skating, and I, pro- probably by like eleven or so, right before junior high, we kept like skateboarding, like took a dive, you know, it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, because in the nineties, that's when it like died out for a little bit. Yeah, like, so in the nineties. Yeah, and then by probably ninety one i think it's like probably only i mean it seemed like a long time but only like three years later or so we were in high school and and uh probably from ryan and bj like they went skating they went to ojai and visit their friends that were skating you know and they yeah. came back and like a little crappy skate park. and it was like and and boards were smaller you know like the their skinny boards yeah, twin tipped yeah. yeah little wheels you know like small wheels big old huge pants and it was like yeah yeah and we, we were always kind of like counterculture anyways you know so like that punk mentality and like yeah yeah and and listening to music was always like yeah man i want to listen to like I, the stuff on the radio always sucked you yeah know? you never want to listen to what everyone else is listening yeah to. so like we were always kind of like that like oh dude like oh that's the popular band like so we we got in we right away you know got us jumped in a skateboard and just went you know by this time we could almost probably like tyson could drive so like we could go to bakersfield and go to a skate shop and like I was about. I was gonna ask where did you guys buy your boards and stuff. Yeah, we'd have to go to Bakersfield and buy. Wavelengths or yeah, wavelengths mostly, and they had skate videos or maybe not even skate videos yet, but they had um, skate magazines, and sometimes they'd have a CD in there, or at least they'd have like Thrasher would have like yeah Thrasher would have like music review sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So we would look at all that, dude, and be like, oh man, like, and that's when there's no really record store here. There was like Toontown. Toontown. Remember that? <laughs> that's a that's a Toontown. That yeah, guy ripped me off, dude. Town. I gave him a bunch of Dire Do CDs to sell, like, on consignment. He just ripped me off, dude. Really? <laughs> I was like a kid, though, you know? Like, <laughs> like, hey, where's my money? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What money? <laughs> I'm like, I know you didn't sell all five CDs I gave you, dude. Like, that's not funny, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah so we'd go to Bakersfield. Um, 
I mean, I think we probably went to Lancaster a little bit, but mostly Bakersfield. What skate shop would be in Lancaster? Ah, there was a snowboard shop, dude. Uh, um, Pack Sounds or something? No. Oh, uh, man. I can't remember the name of it now, but like they, they sponsor kids snowboarding. We started snowboarding, too, at the same, around the same time. High Tide. It's called High Tide. High Tide, yeah. 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 And, uh, I can't remember where it was even at, but like, we, we would snowboard. Those dudes, we'd always see them Mountain High, because like, if you go to Mountain High like on a Wednesday night, it'd be like seven bucks, dude. Yeah, if you go to the night, the night session. Yeah, so we'd go do all the time. We'd always see that. It was something like that, dude. Like, <laughs> like cheap, dude. And we'd go, we'd go see Team High Tide, and like those dudes would, would be there, and we'd snowboard with them. And of course, like Ryan and BJ were like ripping snowboarders too. So oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They probably still are. But, um. That'd be cool to get Ryan on here with you and then both yeah. of you. And we just oh, talk yeah, about dude. skateboarding. We'll, have a, we'll make it happen, dude. That'd be cool. Yeah, so that basically that then we started to get skating again on those small boards, dude, with the small wheels. Yeah. Like, like I, don't, I can't remember who was big then. Plan B, maybe Toy Machine was Plan coming B, back. Yeah. yeah, like that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, Jeremy Ray. Yeah, and then that's it. We we would get our boards in Bakersfield, and we could get music and stuff. And then skate videos were coming out with like Grillo Biscuits, Minor Threat, like that kind of stuff was on skate videos. And I was like, oh, what's this? You know. But then we could go to like a record store and like look and go oh, I want to buy this and just randomly just buy it you know yeah I was thinking at first I was thinking that's where you heard like punk and hardcore was through skate videos but it's mainly from your neighbors the the older kids that skated and stuff huh? that's how we first got in like cause I, remember, I remember like first got into it first heard it from them but when we started buying records or, or whatever was through skate videos yeah because when we were little like there's nowhere to buy it you know I'm an 11 year old kid my mom's not going to buy me a Especially here in Suicidal Tennessee's yeah. record, you know, she'd be like, what? No, like, that's not happening. Or Misfits with a skull on it. Like, yeah, no. Nope. Yeah. That's when we, like, we, I remember hearing it there and being like, oh, this is cool. Like, our Beastie Boys even, like, my parents were going to buy me that, you know? Like, that's yeah. bad boy music, you know, whatever, so. Uh, I was wondering, like, did you get into hardcore and punk first, or was it Run DMC and Beastie Boys? I think it's probably all kind of the same, dude. The like, same I mean, like, did. well, like, hearing it at the same time, and then... I really, really, really like the Beastie Boys. Like, I remember having like getting a kid to dub me the uh, licensed ill, you know, and being like, "Dude, I knew like every, I probably still do every word to every song on that record, you know." Yeah, at the time, whenever you were listening to that, did you know that they were like so involved in the hardcore punk scene? Oh no, no, dude. I thought they were like a rap with yeah, like yeah. music, you when know. I first listened to them too. I always... and even even Run DMC was kind of like that, you know. And then like, cause I didn't, wasn't like I, I mean, I like Pope Enemy and stuff now, but like. If I heard it back then, I'd probably have been like, I don't know, whatever, it's cool. Like, you know, but like, it wasn't until I was probably like in that skate, started skating again, like in the early 90s, like when I got into high school, probably in 91, whatever. That's when like skate videos had like rap music, you know, KRS One and like yeah. um, all that stuff that like, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, and they'd have the name of the song underneath the dude's name, you know? Yeah. And we were able to like check it out and go buy it, you know, or we'd. Steal it or whatever. Yeah, like, that's like, what was first like four and one and all that. Yes, stuff. Show, yeah. Like all the bands that are at each yeah. part and stuff. We're like, yeah. oh, cool. And a lot of surf videos. I think I think even like because uh, we watched everything surf videos, snowboarding videos, and I think surf videos had a lot of punk stuff first. Oh really? Like a lot of Pennywise, you know, stuff like that. Like that makes sense. Not my Pennywise f- is from the beach area. Yeah, not my favorite stuff, but like definitely was like the the right track. You know, like where I, I'm like this is more my. My lane, then like, whatever, dude. Ace of Base, or I don't even know. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You know, what what was what was popular in when I was in high school anymore. That's why I was too. Like I was into like No Effects and Pennywise and like fat music and punk ramas. Yeah. 
and my brother and sister, they're both into like Bone Thugs and Harmony or old, yeah. oldies and stuff. Yeah. And they were looking at me like, why are you listening to white people music? <laughs> I was like, these guys are Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Bone Thugs is pretty dope still though. No, I love Bone Thugs. No, but I was uh, looking how um, Beastie Boys, they had like Murphy's Law and Public Enemy together, like opening for them when they had the ill uh, communication record come out. Yeah. And they, um, then they went and started a, a side band called uh, Brooklyn. It was called Brooklyn, but the, the album they called like Brooklyn Sessions, and it's like, um, what's his name? Adam, Adam... Ad-Rock? Yeah, Adam Rock. Ad- I think it's him. Him and one of the guys from Bad Brains and the guy from Bur- Murphy's Law. Yeah, yeah, okay, They had yeah. that side band. Yeah, is that what it's called? I'm, yeah, I'm not... I'm not yeah, it's like, called Brooklyn. I know what you're talking about. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, like, like, when, uh, so... I mean, I loved uh, License to Ill forever, and then I didn't even know, I mean, where the Vintage piece, so like, and it wasn't really on MTV, but like, Paul's Boutique, I never, I didn't even know, I thought that came out after Check Your Head, so like, like, I remember, I remember like, when Check Your Head came out, we were old enough to like, know, like, oh, this this record's coming out, dude, we saw video, we saw, not videos, but ads, and like, so I remember going to, me and, uh, me and, me and Ryan and them. I want to say like for that one and for uh, when Rage Against Machines, we 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 had found out about Rage Against Machines. We we had heard Inside Out on something, and we're like, this band's dope, you know. And yeah. then uh, when when that record came out, we were like, dude, we gotta drive to Bakersfield, dude. We gotta get in line to buy that record. So like, dude, we drove to like Tower Records or something in Bakersfield, at whatever it was, or and dude, we got there like, all right, dude, it opens at seven. Get there like six <laughs> in the morning. We like roll up. There's like a donut shop. So we get out and like we go get a donut, dude. And we're like, "All right, man, when's the line gonna start?" <laughs> there's no line, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. It was just you guys. Just us, dude. Is that crazy? Like nowadays, people just like, oh, it's seven in the morning. I guess I'll click that new album. Yeah. And you're over there at like six in the or oh like, yeah, early, we, like, we were know, like just waiting for it. <laughs> which you see, you know you see that with that was like when people go see the Matrix or all these movies you know oh, man, super I was, early. A, I was that person. Yeah, and like that's cool. <laughs> like I went and saw the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars at midnight, you know. But like, oh yeah, it was like it was so cool too. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. So like we jammed down there. I, I think it was for Rage and not the Beastie Boys record, but like, and it was like, dude, we gotta be, we gotta get this man, you know, and like be the first ones, dude. And then we got yeah, I mean we got it, but they're like uh. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's in the back still. We haven't unpacked it yet. I'm like, all right, cool. We got it though. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, I, I never knew for the longest time that Rage Against Machine was. Oh, tied in. Yeah, tied in with that because yeah. my my uncle would always play Rage Against Machine in East LA. We'd be driving down. Yeah. All around East LA in his uh, not super his suburban. Yeah. Just listening to Rage Against Machine. They're good, man. Yeah, yeah Inside Out's even better though. I do. I do like Inside Out better. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like uh, the Warriors started because of you. Like, probably yeah i mean like but i remember just when being real like pro- yeah i take marshall shows and and, and like and i mean whatever like no, your, marshall, your band probably started too because i probably hey start a band dude i'll tell everybody you guys should start a band too no, yeah, Ryan, yeah. so start a you band when i leave you, yeah. start a band acapella rock rock straight edge <laughs> all the time weed yeah. smoker band i don't care what it is dude like <laughs> everyone should start a band dude so yeah i probably i mean when they first started though was when they were legion of doom with terrence singing yeah, yeah two legion vocals of doom, and then they had a Thunderstrike. Yeah, that was when it was Terrence was done. Yeah, because at the Thunderstrike show, it was uh, Thunderstrike. Was that Good Clean Fun? Good Clean Fun, <laughs> Fields of Fire, and Carry On. Did Carry On actually play? Yeah, because I remember Todd Jones coming in. I, but... just, I just saw Todd at the Terror show. Oh, really? Still. He was at the Terror show? 
Yeah, dude, it was good. Oh, that's cool. Good catch up. He wrote the new Terror record. It's dope. Oh, Check really? It out. Yeah. I heard some of the new songs. I didn't know that he wrote it. It's a good dude. That's super sweet. Good. Like you could tell, Todd wrote it. Yeah, Todd's awesome, dude, man. Um, no, he's super cool. But man. yeah, but Carry On played so many. Our book, I, I, I swear, I set them up on so many shows, and then I love all, Carry On. They Thanks fell to you, a lot apart. <laughs> yeah, but the, all those dudes, man. Ryan, Corey, all those guys. Nick. Yeah, Corey, Internal Affairs. Yeah, Nick. Those dudes are all super red dudes. I yeah, do remember. I, I do remember that show. It was in like a little. It was like in like a little industrial building. It was across the tracks at those little warehouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a cool show because that was good my first time fun. seeing Good Clean the Fun. The singer too. Good Clean Fun wouldn't come to my house because we had cats. He wouldn't come to your house. No. He he like a he had like a family member. They went to Tatsby High School, I think. Oh, he probably just lied and said that. I mean, like, not Oh, lie, he said like, something like that. I was like, whoa, that guy's related. He's super funny. He, he's got a good sense of humor, so he probably just made something up on the <laughs> idea. Like, yeah, story. man, like I was born here. And you're like, really? Like <laughs> That was the only reason why I liked he him. He was quick-witted, dude, yeah. <laughs> Who shares when it still has a rad mosh part, but... No, I love Good Fun Fun. That whole that show was sweet. That was probably, I think Posse Chris was playing in, with, in Good Clean Fun that time. from oh, champion, really? yeah. And uh, Fields of Fire, they played at your house, too. Yeah. In your garage. With Stay Gold, I think. Yeah, it was with the Stay Gold and Champion. Yeah. And I think the, the girl band was Unbroken. To See You, to see you Broken. To See You Broken, yep. yeah. That band was sweet. Yeah, they're all good bands, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I haven't heard them in a while. Do you have uh, any uh, wild tour stories? Because I know you guys went on tour for uh, to we, the East Coast. Yeah, we, 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 we flew out a couple times and did, yeah, little like 10-day things. Um, I don't know, dude. So long ago. Wasn't wild, nothing wild. Got to play some good bands, dude. Striking distance. Yeah, you got to play the striking distance. Justice measures. First step, one up. Like a bunch of rad bands. Played Robbie Richie's little grot or his basement, dude. Um, played some show in New Jersey with a dude mosh with like empty paint cans and like smash people. Like that was pretty interesting. <laughs> I got like catfished by this person, dude. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> they were like, "Yo, you come stay with us." And then they sent us a picture of what they're gonna look like, and then when we met him. It was like not the same, but like before they sent the you show. like a black family and they're no no. But it was like like oh I'm a lawyer and I'm like five ten and blonde. And then it was like when I met the person, they were like four three and had a bandana on and like it was like <laughs> they weren't a lawyer. That was like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> they just got out of jail. So it was yeah. close. It was they, close. They knew a lawyer. They were criminals still, but uh, <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Like, Terrence and uh, Eric used to make fun of me of that forever. Do you still talk to Terrence? Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, I want to get good. him on here. He's doing good, man. Just freaking chilling. Got some a wife and kids. Yeah, I remember we were on his record label for a minute. Oh, yeah? On uh, Our Blood Records? Our Blood Records. Oh, yeah. Right before, um, what was his band? Um, not Scare so, Tactic? Scare Tactic, yeah. yeah. When he started singing for them. Yeah. We went to their music video. Oh, yeah? The filming and stuff. Oh, is that, I got to check it out then. Well, I don't know was if it his house? Is it his house by the Dodger Stadium? Yeah, it was yeah, at his yeah. house. We're in the backyard while they were like yeah. filming it. I we were supposed they, to go to Skip Row and film after. I think they went to like South Africa. Oh really? Toured, like I can't remember if it was that band or another band, but like he he like toured the world, dude. Like really? Yeah, yeah Europe. Cool. Like yeah, like they went to South Africa and saw like a dude get murdered over like a like a hamburger or something crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. He got crazy. You got to have him. He's got crazy stories. I was gonna say how like. How cool it was when we would like go with you to shows and like pulling up with the band, you know, like as a little kid, like oh, we're yeah. showing up with the band. I feel like we were like at the Grammys with the red carpet and yeah. pulling up and stuff. Now that's cool, man. I mean, I always felt like 
I always thought it was awesome to roll down with the van and be like, like, oh, the van opens up and there's like a bunch of dudes in there, you know, like our people, you know, guys and girls and like, that was cool, man. Like to me, that's what it's still about, dude. I was, was still it your doing. van? Yeah, it was my van. I mean, we just played a show in Oxnard like whatever a week or two ago and like. I borrowed my parents' minivan, so we're like, all right, dude, who's rolling out? It's like, you got a couple kids, like my kid, their friend, uh, Donnie came out, Donnie's brother, Mikey, oh, really? was there, you know, Joe's in the van, like, so we had, like, the minivan's packed, bro, show up, and it's like, all right, man, like, you brought your own mosh crew or whatever, you know, like, yeah, not yeah, yeah. moshing, but like, like, the good old days. Yeah, like, it was just, like, sweet to be, like, yeah, like, the, we brought a bunch of kids still. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is cool, I thought. That's cool. How did you, uh, how did you get shows in town? Like, besides from, like, your garage, like, would you, like, go and ask yeah. the people? Because, like, nowadays it would be a lot easier in a sense. I mean, it's not easy. No, <laughs> yeah, we've been trying, people. yeah, we've been trying, yeah. But, like, it's a little easier now because people are more familiar with the, so the whole scene, you know? Part of it was, uh, like, there, dude, there were so many kids that were going to shows then, like, from Tatchby. Like, literally, like, a show in Tatchby would have 150 kids. You know, like, which, I mean, I, I know that's nothing big for a lot of people, but, like... For Tatchby. For Tatchby, dude. And a band that's, like, playing here. I mean, if you, and then if you play it on a weekend, there might be double that because kids are coming from Fresno, Oxnard, Bakersfield, Tatchby. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I know, L.A. Um, and that dude, Nate, was actually part of that, dude. Because, like, I would be like, yo, man, like, we should do a show. And he would do those all-day fests at Tapa, dude, where there'd be, like, 15 bands in there. And, that, that, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. that dude was smart, dude. Like, he didn't care about... I mean, he might say he cares about punk rock and stuff, but, like, maybe he does a little bit, but, like, that was how he made his money. So, like, if he had every band in Tashby play, he knew that their their mom and dad was going to come out, like, and it was like, you don't get any money for free unless you're, like, these certain bands, you know, but, like, so there could be a show in Tashby with, with no band, you know, like, no 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 touring band. Yeah, no crazy. Like, and and Tap would be full. Be, like, 300-plus kids there, which would be crazy, you know, and, like... Yeah. You know, and then, then all of a sudden, like, oh, Strung Out's playing, or whatever, or, like, Throwdown played, you know, like, and, and, like, so now a bunch of kids are coming from out of town, so that just, that made it easy, and once Nate had, once Nate booked the show there, it was like, hey, man, like, this is the lady that booked the show, I'd be like, okay, cool, like, hey, I'm, like, Nate's friend, can I do a show here, so that, and that, and then somebody, um, we used to do a bunch of the shows at the Catholic Church, Yeah, and I, I can't remember who, and that wasn't I me. I like, like, Donnie and Danny. Maybe yeah, because I used to go CCD. Yeah, that definitely wasn't me that like got that set up. But it'd be like, yo, man, this person's cool. So some cool person at the Catholic Church was like, yeah, the other guys have you guys come here, and do a show. Then you know, kids do a bunch of weird, you know, whatever. That's, I mean, that's kind of I mean, and then I don't even remember where else. Oh, we did some shows at the 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 um, what was that place out there? The not the Shriners, the um, the Masons Hall place. Oh yeah, yeah, the Mason Hall like. Towards yeah, I, th and I think like Ross Reddick and those dudes got that show. Like, so random dudes would start getting shows too. So like, really, man? Like, I mean, like, yeah. Everyone wants to say Andy did all this stuff, dude, and like that's cool. But like, I it was like a a snowball effect of other people also being like, if there wouldn't have been the Warriors, there wouldn't have been, you know, Anxiety Attack or like uh, even Ross Reddick, Empty Handed, and all those other bands, like. All those other bands also like got kids into music, so like, oh, definitely, yeah. Like, like, I definitely, whatever, definitely, Dire Youth and doing that first stuff to set the groundwork was what got it going. But other kids, like, like all of a sudden, kids yeah. are doing kids are doing little zines, you know, like yeah. three paper oh, zines. Chris, yeah. 
Yeah, up here in Tad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have him on here too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's cool. I just saw him today. Like he's super cool. He's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And his zine, uh, what is it? Uh, Radioactive Youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Super rad. It's on Instagram. Um, just punk rocker dude doing a zine. But but yeah. back then, you know, kids like Morgan started doing his zine. Born yeah, to Morgan, hate, like born uh, to hate. Yeah. you know, all of a sudden we're doing Heart Riot. We're doing uh, Heart you know, No Time to Die. We're doing uh, those those five or six bands probably that only play ever play in Tatchby. You know, yeah. they play at the Catholic Church. They play at Tapa. Like yeah, they play Jeff, five or Jeff's six shows. Uh, Rimshot. They yeah, play one show at Tafa. Yeah, uh, Flatline, Bully Club, Flatline. Bully yeah, Club, oh boy, yeah. Flatline was a little kid band. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, what is that band? This band Cast Aside from uh, Richmond comes out and like, oh, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, cool Aside, dudes, yeah, and yeah. I, I knew them, but it's like they're like, hey, we need a show. Our show got canceled. I was like, dang, dude, and, like that dude from Flatline, his like, in you his can, garage. Yeah, you could play in the, in the front of his garage. Right there. Yeah, you could play at our house, and it's like. Word up, dude. Like, My Life is War came out and played Mike's house, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That shit was banging, dude. I was ask, like, the, the list of bands that came in Tashville oh, next to you. I, I mean, don't even like know. Like you said, a snowball effect, but it was like... But even that, like, even when Mike played there, it was like, yo, dude, like, so, like I didn't even know Mike when that happened. It was like, hey, this band, My Life is War, needs a show. And Mike's like, I'll do it at my house. And we're like, all right. And, like, Mike's just straight up, like, his parents are like... At dinner at Taco Bell. Yeah, there we go. He's booking a show, dude. Like, yeah, they're going to be back in an hour. Let's get it done, you know? like. Yeah, it was a snowstorm, too. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, I, I, for, I totally forgot about that to just now. Like, yeah, like, so other people just started being like, yo. And that yeah. and that probably came from me talking to Marshall and Danny and Donnie and being like, yo, man, like, this band needs a show. Because I didn't know Mike really. And like, hey, our homie Mike has a place, dude. Or, or uh, this dude from Flatline has a place, you know, like. Yeah. There wasn't really like text messages or that was too long ago, dude. Like maybe maybe instant messenger on AOL and, and email. But conversation. Like, and there was a Tatchby hardcore board. Yeah, the Tatchby yeah. hardcore board, yeah. Some kids almost got beat up off of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah, like so like, so, like that that whole thing snowballed into other dudes or other people wanting to book shows and be part of it and do like, hey dude, if Andy's not smart, he can do it, I can do it, you know, like and it turned into something way bigger than any of us ever thought it would be yeah so. i think um marshall was the one he let me borrow the diehard youth demo oh yeah so good yeah i remember I was, <laughs> <laughs> no but i remember i was like with my family in our car we're like i let me put this in the tape player everyone else is like what are you listening to i'm like whoa this is sweet <laughs> so they like throw it out the window <laughs> yeah and then the warriors they had the um, their demo had uh coach denman on it yeah yeah <laughs> i still got a i got a uh what, what was the band thunderstrike i said i got a thunderstrike tape oh really yeah <laughs> it's like they gave it to me like hey we need people to sing along i'm like all right i'll listen to this and there was a monster squad yeah oh yeah monster squad dave pesowitz or yeah. uh dave wagnon i mean yeah those dudes yeah that was a fun one because that was more like uh, that was at the high school in the yeah in the gym like the basketball area huh? yep yeah, that was like that was a battle of the bands too. Yeah, that was like the yeah. battle of bands after the cafeteria one. Yeah, I remember like Die Hard played last, and it was like, all right, show's over, like so you guys can mosh and stage dive, like because before it was like nobody do anything. Yeah, like, they're like, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, they're mad. But yeah, by the time it was that show, we were more inclined with what's going on, so we we're like, yeah, this is like our this is our thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At first we, because me and Sean were like skateboarding, in front of the. We're skateboarding at the high school, so we heard there was like some bands playing, and from what Sean said, his grandpa gave us money to get in because we didn't have money, and and we went into the show and like Day was there, like everyone yeah. was there, like because 
I don't know if they like knew you guys already, but like yeah, like, I, oh, I, was, I think all those kids did already. Yeah, yeah, we're like, we were like oh, okay. And I remember because uh, Danny and Donnie, I think, were in Monster Squad. Were they in Monster they Squad? They had to have been, dude. I can't remember who. Because Terrence was. and Terrence and Terrence. Terrence and Tim Smith sang. And you played bass, right? Did you play no, bass? No, you play bass no. I think Mike played bass already in that band. What band did you play bass in? Uh, Heart Right. Heart Right. Yeah, Heart Right. Oh, you played bass in Heart Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that band could have been famous if they. Heart Right was sweet. Yeah, dude. I loved Heart Right. Jason could sing good, man. Yeah, have you talked to him? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. He lives in like uh, Philadelphia. This is nice blonde hair. Yeah, very handsome man. Yeah, he's got a British, British wife. He has a British wife. Yeah. He should. He did good. (laughs) Yeah. Those his lyrics. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, he wooed her. (laughs) Yeah. No, that record's that record's super good, man. It's just the recording wasn't that great, and just I think it came out the wrong time. It came out a year later when Striking Distance or Striking Strike Anywhere. And some of the other bands were popping off. That could have been. I mean, they probably would have kicked me out and oh, found man. someone that could if play that bass. If that album came out like right now, it'd probably yeah. be so good. Yeah, I mean, it's super catchy. Do you still have it? Yeah, I got a CD. I got like eight hundred CDs, dude. Really? Before the core put it out. I want to get a copy of it. No, I got one for you, dude. Just like so I put it on on here, like at the end or at the beginning. All right, I'll find one for you. Which I don't know if people know, but that's Andy's band at the intro of my of my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. They have a new album coming out too, huh? Yeah, hey, like you guys. The year twenty twenty five or whenever I don't know with vinyl vinyl delays. Mike Bell showed it to me. It'll so be a while. I mean, you showed me some of the songs when we went to that one. Yeah, show. we Bernie did guest vocals. Oh yeah, I was that on song. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made right. it, dude. Yeah, platinum. Right. It's gonna go platinum now. <laughs> no, like with vinyl delays, it's gonna be a while, but it is coming out. Safe side records. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Keep an eye out. You guys just got on that record label, right? Yeah, it's been a while. We just didn't announce it for a long time just because it's like, why now? Hey, we're on this record label without the record coming out. The record's been done for like a year yeah, yeah. already, and it's still going to be a while coming out. Just with the delays is crazy. So, But it's done. I'm psyched on it. It's super good. Yeah, I think it sounds it's good. super good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's rad. Hopefully people like it because it's better than a lot of stuff out there right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's cool. Like every band you put out, I like it. I don't know if you, like, you have good taste or... You just luckily got oh, good people. It's not me, dude. Yeah, it's the people around me. His name Roger is. Oh, uh, Roger's awesome. the man, dude. Yeah, Roger. And Joe, he's really good at hill flips. Yeah, not anymore, probably. But, yeah. <laughs> no, Joe, Roger, and uh, Matt are all rad musicians in you know, communication. Yeah. And they wrote that record, and I just got to like write my dumb lyrics. To, no, you got sweet lyrics. To think I'm funny, you know, or creative, and <laughs> but even with even with without you did with without you was Dave and Rick like hitting their like stride of being like music musicians, you know, and like with Dire Youth it was kind of like whatever we're all pretty brand new and cheesy. Yeah. Just trying to be like, yeah, we want to sound like this and this, but like, so after that band, I think and at the end of Dire Youth, Dave, we did write with Rick and Dave wrote some songs that like I'm like that's pretty cool. We just didn't know what we we're doing though, you know. Yeah. We put out that LP and it's got like 15 songs, probably should have 11. You know, yeah, like, that's one that has like 9-11 and stuff, right? Yeah, if I go back, I'd probably cut out like four or five of those songs and do a super super shorter one. But No, I'm sure those songs still mean a lot to some people. Uh, the songs that you could probably like, oh, we uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully. Like Hanging Tough, Sean wants that at his funeral, so it's yeah, like, you I know, mean, it's got well, <laughs> to stand something. But that's that's more uh, like time and a place. It's not like that song's good. Like, no, it's, it's not like, like, it's, like it's, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, a, it's, it's not a good song, but like it means that song still means something to me. Yeah, I'm like, just oh, like stage diving. There's other just, songs. Like, there's other diary songs where I'm like, nobody cares about this song. Like it could just be lost and no one would ever care. 
but there are dire youth songs that are rad you know yeah, yeah. When, I, when i listen to, like anxiety attack songs like i mean i love it because i had so much fun and stuff but yeah. I, I hear the lyrics and i'm like i said that that's silly yeah you know you gotta get all that stuff on spotify dude i know people will I dig need, it i need to put it up somewhere you gotta start a new band too i yeah. just suck it right uh, i suck at uh using the internet and stuff uh, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. You got to get on Spotify to get those those plays, bro, and get that money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, though. I, I could be like a millionaire. Yeah, probably. At least a dollar air. <laughs> Whenever you started Die Hard Youth, you were obviously into skateboarding, so you were into like Bones Brigade and all that stuff. Yeah. So you are into like Animal Chin? Yeah. Who Who's your favorite skater on Animal Chin? I thought I said Lance Mountain, dude. Lance Mountain, yeah, he's super he's good. Like the, he's good, and he's like the funny guy, dude, which I like, you know. Like, I, I didn't really know back then his whole thing. Like, he's older and all that than the other guys, but like, it almost fits, dude, because I've always been the older guy, like, driving around with all these younger, hot yeah, yeah, dudes, yeah. and it's kind of like, I'll just be this funny, like, old dude that, like, is just, like, getting, you know, like, never the best, because Tony Hawk and these other dudes, Caballero, were obviously better, but like, hey, he's still an important part. That's oh, yeah. I'm the yeah, older, part, not yeah. as good, important guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was that same way with Anxiety Tech. Everyone that was in the band, uh, eventually, they were, like, all younger than me. So I was, like, that older guy. Yeah. Like, driving the van around. Yeah, oh, yeah. Making sure everyone wasn't getting too much trouble, but, like, allowing, like, enough trouble to, right. so we could have a good time. Yeah, you don't want to be the <laughs> But I hand, try but... to let a lot, go a little farther <laughs> with that. It's all good. <laughs> People were getting arrested. That's not good, no. They don't get arrested when you guys would go? No. Oh, no. <laughs> we had people get arrested. No. I would, yeah, I would, be, I would have been pissed. Like, I, if we were going to play shows, especially back east, it's like, dude, no. Or, out, you know, out on the road, like, don't be stealing stuff. Well, Morgan stole stuff. He's yeah, like, he stole stuff. I remember one time. <laughs> but, like, on the freeway. you know, dude, like, if you're in the band, dude, like, and you have to go to the jail to get your dude out, like then your show's jacked, you know, yeah. or you might not make it to the show, or it's like, you're late, or whatever, so like, yeah, I would definitely was not psyched on that. Yeah, yeah, it, it would uh, interfere with everything. Yeah. We had a yeah. situation in Reno, we had uh, someone cut their hand up, and cops, yeah, or, and yeah, yeah. we couldn't play the next show, which would have been with like, Ludax, do you ever hear Ludax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to play with them, and um, Dangers the next day. Yeah, or, that'd, that'd soon, be a big show. We didn't get, show. We, we played the show, but uh, our drummer couldn't drum because his hand was all messed up. So we should have kicked him in the face <laughs> and like act like he got knocked out. <laughs> we ended up ending the tour that day. You were saying that uh, your dad was the varsity soccer coach? Yep. Yeah, I coached the varsity girls soccer team for like, dude, I don't even know, over 20 years probably. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Ladybugs with Pro Ronnie Dangerfield? Probably. Yes, I have. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So on that movie, like whenever I heard your your dad was the varsity girls soccer coach, it made me think of that movie because Rodney Dangerfield, his uh, girlfriend's son was really good at soccer, and he was the girls soccer coach. So he had that kid dressed up as a girl. Uh, yeah. And he used to play soccer. Do you think your dad would have ever done that with you? Yeah, I man, I did that for a couple of years. <laughs> Dressing up as a girl to play with. When them. I was like, I was in the Air Force and I got out when I was like 23, and then I went back and played high school soccer for like three years as a girl. <laughs> Just no, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to shave my beard. Like, that, that girl has a beard. Have you ever had a beard? No. I mean, like a I little like bit. I've seen you have a face hair. A little bit. Little face hairs. I had, a, I had a mullet last week. Did you really? Yeah, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> My brother has a mullet, Dominic. 
Yeah, that's cool, dude. <laughs> Not if it's a baseball mullet, though. It's got to be like a rocker mullet, dude. No, he has like a like a slick back mullet. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's like a 90s Mexican mullet? Like, I don't like baseball, dude. So when you got a baseball mullet, that's like almost as bad as being a cowboy. If you got yeah. a cowboy mullet, a cowboy mullet with a cowboy hat on. Then you know you're probably hitting girls. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't like that, man. No, I'm not. I'm not going for that either. I ain't trying to be your friend at all if you look like that. No. Your music taste is already probably terrible. Like probably Garth Brooks. Yeah, or whatever new country is. Or probably uh, Little Nas. Uh... Little Nas X. Oh, that's that, a... that, that guy, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> that guy's cool. No, I actually that guy's cool. But country music uh, yeah, right. sucks, dude. He's probably not nice. Oh, yeah, dude. I'd hang out with him. Would you? Yeah, dude. Before you go out down a dirt, dirt. I would. Road the old, the old, old dirt road. Old, old town, town road. road is, yeah. We got old town road here. I know. Yeah. People stole here. all those signs and were selling them on eBay, dude. Because of that? Yeah. No, I just made that up. But oh, really? It sounds good, though. <laughs> He's huh? putting their blood in it. That sounds cool, dude. <laughs> Didn't he put his blood in something? Probably. Because Tony Hawk went and did that after. Oh, yeah? He put his blood in the skateboard. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're trying to be like Lil Nas, oh. blah, 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 whatever his name is. Lil Nas XXX. Yeah, my kid was like, yo, dad, you like rap music? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, you like Nas? I'm like, yeah, dude. Nas, What, yeah. what record are we going to play? And he's like, yeah, I'm waiting, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this, dude? Like, <laughs> he's like, Lil Nas X. I'm like, no, this is not the Nas. Yeah, this is not Nas. I'll break it down right here, dude. Street Dreams. And he's like, this is not as fun. It's not fun. But it's oh, better. But it's better, dude, yeah. I seen yeah. your kids skateboarding and I'll be like, hey, I know your dad. I skate too. I don't want them to be like, you need to come give them lessons, a, dude. When I try to teach them, they get mad at me, dude. They get mad at me when I try to tell them something. No, I'll go skate with them. I always see them, like, I think I saw them skating at the Mormon church one time. Yeah, they skate there. They skate at Wells. Yeah. I'll totally go skate with them. I'm always looking for people to skate I with. need someone to teach them, like, because I try to tell them stuff and they're like, you're so stupid, dad. You don't even know. <laughs> You're and then if you dad. told them the same exact thing I told them, they'd be like, oh, that makes sense. That's Sig Jones. But when I tell them, it's like, you're mean. Yeah. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling at you. I just tell, talking to you in a normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is my normal voice. I'll go scare them. Yeah, they need like a lesson, dude. They've been jamming, though. I like it, dude. Yeah. They go out there and jam. Skate. That's sweet. Yeah. I've been trying to get my daughters to skate. Yeah. And fun. they're getting it, too. We watch skate videos all the time, and they're just sitting there like, Get him one of those little boards? Nah, I tried that with my nephew. You get him like a little board and like they grow out of it just like a like a pair of shoes. You gotta oh, get him yeah. like a big board so they just adapt to a big board. Right, yeah, yeah. You don't learn tricks in little boards and yeah, they're, they're hard to transition. Yeah, so just like throw them on the big board and make them learn the big boy way. Yeah, or right. big girl way, obviously with them. <laughs> Alright, I only got a couple more questions. Alright. If you had to choose, would you choose upper hand or point of recognition? Point recognition for sure. Point recognition, upper hand. I haven't heard that one in a while, but yeah, point remember, recognition was cool. I'm sure it's because of you, because they're. I think they were both like Christian bands. Yep. Yeah, and Aaron, Aaron from Point Recognition sang on the first Dire Youth record, the uh, that blue one. Oh it's yeah, really yeah bad. I remember his voice. Yeah, really bad. He sang on there. Is that the one with the? I think him and opening as a picture of everyone inside the cafeteria. Yeah, I think yeah, him yeah. and I think him and Vic from Collision, which Collision's awesome. He's in a band called one choice right now but that dude's rad and they sing on the same song if i remember right, right. right. i mean the song's probably like three and a, three and a half minutes long probably is diehard youth on spotify yeah yeah and with or without uh, you not with or without you why not i don't know i just never looked into it grady yeah. listens to this too yeah i remember um grady should put it on there and make all the money grady Get should rich. i remember when grady would play with you guys at first we we're like oh my god 
Grady's playing with with or without you. That's so cool. Yeah, like it was cool. Yeah, like yeah. like Grady's playing with like the the band. Grady is probably the like, band. And he's such a dick. I hate him. No, I am. No, Grady, <laughs> Grady loved you. So I'm sure he still loves you. But I remember when Grady when you guys were playing because like Grady was our friends. So we're like hanging out by oh, the yeah, bass player. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, because then he started doing backup singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, he would squeeze his butt cheeks so hard. <laughs> when he would sing. Yeah, so we'd be sitting there, like, trying to oil <laughs> check him while he's trying to, like, focus and play. He did do some cool backups on a couple of those songs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was cool. We were so pumped, like. I met his, like, play. I met his stepdad at that, at uh, Westland Brewing. And he's like Carl from, um. Aqua Team Hunger Force. I don't know. He just like, oh. <laughs> he said to me, you're in Grady's band, huh? I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I never heard it called that. Grady's band. <laughs> yeah. Like, I heard With or Without You, or like, you and Grady were in a band together. But it was like, you're in Grady's band. <laughs> yep. I was in Grady's band. Yeah, he was the man. Okay, then this next one. Dodging Bullets or Figure Four? Figure four, dude. Figure four? Figure four is hard, dude. Figure four is sweet, but I just love Dodging Bullets. Dodging Bullets cool, but they had like a bunch of singing. Like, maybe if I listen to it now, I might be like Path of Resistance uh, style. Um, I like that band, No Set of Victims, is still got some jams. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Figure four was dope, dude. And Andrew. Uh, he's a singer of. Uh, he's Comeback a singer Kid of now? Comeback Kid now, but he played guitar in Comeback Kid from the beginning. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, when they started Figure four, I want to say he was like 15 years old. Like, really? Yeah. The first time I met him, they played this big ass church in San Diego with like seemed like thousands of kids, dude. And they, and they, 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 were, they were awesome, dude. They were definitely like a more like New York style, like which a lot of the Christians bands were more like Orange County, like metalcore, which I wasn't into, like Bleeding Through or Oh, Bleeding Through, <laughs> their piano plug. or Eighteen Visions or whatever. Which Bleeding Through ended up being like cool dudes, but like yeah, when I finally met him, but like that style of music wasn't my jam, you know. Eighteen Visions and like that even point of recognition was like. And upper hand is like too medley for me, but yeah, they were very metal. But dodging bullets and figure four are both more like up my alley. There's yeah, another yeah. band called like Born Blind that was like a sick of it all style band, like. But yeah, figure four ruled, dude. Yeah, figure four. I, I like dodging jam. bullets a lot. I don't know if it was mainly because they quoted the Matrix because I love movies a lot. Oh yeah, I don't even remember, but yeah, I mean, I saw them play. A couple, I think they played the. I think they played the showcase. Oh really? Yeah, and then maybe maybe House of Blues. That. They played like Face Down Fest and stuff when they would do that. What about the band Shockwave? You ever seen them? Oh, uh, I never saw them, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember if I actually saw them to be honest, but like they were kind of cool musically. Like yeah, bunch of, they had like a bunch of singers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was always hard for me to get into like bands with a bunch of singers, but some of them were yeah good. The dude from uh Matt Tyler from he plays guitar and tuning, the band tuning, and then he plays drums and discouraged from san francisco um he played in another band with the dudes from uh from point of recognition and they, uh one life maybe ah whatever i'm gonna get it wrong but and they were more like the new york style oh, really? that was a cool band those bands are sweet i think i'm sure we got into them because of you or marshall one of the two yeah marshall loved that stuff dude yeah he could probably still sing a point of recognition song acapella right now dude yeah i was thinking that too it's like and he would do the whole <laughs> whenever like, i was writing this voices. down i was remembering the lyrics for oh, yeah. some of the songs i was gonna ask you the question i ask everyone before we end it sure if you die but you might not no you you will I'm die forever dog. you're gonna die I'm forever dog <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna live forever <laughs> if you had three songs to play like at your funeral like oh, during man. your slideshow i've been a lot of funerals so i know that like yeah, that's how long the slideshows are. <laughs> you yeah, they're, about, they're about three songs long. Yeah. 
What if I pick like a shoot super short song, dude? A super short song? Then I could do like probably four. extend it. I don't know, man. Uh, we do a three and a half song. <laughs> Let me think. Think about it. I gotta pick three songs. Three songs for my funeral. Yeah. I'm gonna go War as Hell. War as Hell Warriors. Yeah, dude. Like it could be like a bunch of just like of pictures when I was in the war. Yeah, yeah. Back when I was in the Air Force. <laughs> yeah, in the war. Because I was a, I was a Navy SEAL. Um, That's what I thought. <laughs> I was per rescue. You were a SEAL. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, so we got wars. Hell. Oh, then the Tatchby song off the Ill Communication record. Oh, okay. It's called Well Represented, the one that Bernie sings on, and Marshall and Greg. That'd be like the, the homie song where it shows all the photos of like me and my homies. Laying out. Yeah. And then uh, Be There by Omar Body. That's a good friend song. Yeah. Dude. I will always be yeah. there. I guess I wouldn't be there if I was dead. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Your spirit will be there. Yeah. 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 That's a good song. There you go. I love Over My Dead Body. Yeah, for sure. I still jam. All right. That's it? Yeah. All right. We'll call it good. Let me take a look real quick. All right. <laughs> so we dreamt. Can you put that on your, your podcast? <laughs>